0: Presenting, channeling
1: Eric's Hour of Enlightenment.
2: Oh, my freaking God. All right, I've been trying to get on blog talk forever, but oh, I have to, you know, reinstall Chrome and stuff, and I've been clicking on, you know, uh, Michelle's... um, number, and it won't work, and finally I have to do it like seven times, and it finally worked, so, so I
0: don't have, direct connect, I have to directly connect,
2: which means I have to do it on my cell phone instead of directly, so that's a piece of crap.
0: Ugh. Okay, <laughs> well, it's okay.
2: we it will get there. Guess what? I've been through worse. Uh... All right, so yeah. what's going on today? Uh, we're going to, and I think this is an awesome idea, Okay. How we can navigate through our emotions when faced with unexpected events in our lives. And I know that many people on this, and I know many of you on the studio board have dealt with this, as I have. And, of course, as Michelle has. But I want yeah. to stop and, and give my prayers and love. do I don't want you to join me, guys, because Michelle's nephew died of an overdose yesterday and I, I I just am so bereft for those parents because that's not a club you want to belong to, okay? It's no. awful. And Lori, you know what I'm talking about too. I know you're listening, but it's just horrible and I just hope they're doing okay.
3: Yeah, we're we're doing okay.
2: Was that something that was expected? Michelle, was that expected? Uh oh, did I lose Michelle? Hey, Michelle. okay, let me click her off and then back on. Oh, well, can you hear me now?
3: Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Okay, um,
2: Michelle's on, but I'm not picking her up. Oh, Jesus. Oh my God. All right, let me watch her. Um. Okay, hang on. You don't hear me. Hey, Michelle, are you there? God, I hate blog talk radio. The worst. But that's all I can
3: afford, so, you know, there's that.
4: Mm.
2: Michelle Gray, are you there?
3: Oh,
5: we'll give her a little time. Oh, my God. It's
3: the
2: worst. All right, let me text her. Oh, my gosh.
4: Uh,
2: Hang on. Guys, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, my God. Michelle, can you hear me? Mm. Anyway, the good news is um, one of the mediums on the Zoom cocktail uh, hour said that uh, she had a client that said her frozen shoulder was completely cured from scalar energy. So that's kind of cool. Uh-oh, Michelle dropped. She's probably dropping and calling back in. So let's give her a chance. <sighs> okay. I love you all, by the way. Okay, where are you, Michelle? Oh, there she is. Let me try.
0: Michelle, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. What in the heck's going on? I don't know what happened there. Did you hear anything that I said?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm sure it's quite intelligent, but I have no idea. But you're like,
0: Michelle, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, where are you?
2: All right, well, I let's, talk, let's go ahead I and start with you. What you got, girl? I was talking, away, but
0: what I was just what I was just saying was, I, I was thanking everybody for for the prayers and everything, and just saying that um, that's part of what uh, was unexpected yeah. news and unexpected events. But also, um, you know, there's other things too. A lot of the people that that uh, I work with, and especially over the last two weeks, there's been so many things that have been coming up, like a lot of major transitions. Um, unexpected news and a lot of things that people will say is you know like I had no idea this was coming or I had no signs this is coming and something that Eric shared was you know part of the, part of what we as human beings although yes we are spirits in the human body and we have all these amazing sources to tap into but sometimes right. You know part of the human experience is we're not going to see absolutely everything
4: you know we're not going to yeah. be
0: completely prepared for absolutely everything because that's that's part of the contrast of our experience yeah. here and yeah, you can't possibly grow well, if you know what's
2: coming no. around the corner I mean, because As you I have to learn
0: said, by how you react
2: to what comes around the corner
0: so true, and one of the hardest things to accept is that, you know, from a spiritual point of view, there are so many of those unexpected and sometimes very painful things that happen that have so many different reasons to it that are really there to help us grow. Cause something that Eric said to me yesterday was always, oh, he says, hi, mom. Love you, mom. Love you, mom. I yes. love you more. What's that <laughs> no. And he said, he said, you know, Michelle, one of the things that, um, that we have to understand is that to accept that there are things that are going to be more difficult to accept, to accept that things really do happen for us and not to us, even though it doesn't always feel that way. Yeah. And to be okay with that too, because he said, you know, a lot of times, especially when we are so invested in our spiritual path and we're really working hard to, you know, to to accept things, to grow, to change, and all of the things that come along with us, and then wham, we get slammed with something,
3: and we say, uh. "Oh
0: my gosh, I feel like I've fallen completely backwards," and and I now I feel like I'm stuck, or now I feel like I'm all this hard work I've done, I've gone right back to ground zero. And, and Eric says that's oh. not true. He says, no. you know, um, a lot of times these things happen and. It is our path that we're walking, and a lot of the practices that we do and the mindfulness and the meditation or the breath work and all of those things that are tools that we can use, that we can tap into when we have something like this happen in our life to help us move through it. Because he says that the number one thing to remember, something comes and happens, he said, be okay with it being uncomfortable. Be okay with the fact that it's okay to have human feelings and and take care of that first. He says, prioritize how you feel about something. Exactly. um, Yeah, because that is life. He goes, we're living, breathing, physical beings, and we're here working through this contrast, and there's so much goodness to learn in this contrast, but we're also not meant to be this perfect idea of I have to walk through everything like sunshine and rainbows. because so that's really not what it's all about. He's like,
3: no.
0: let the shit sit in. If it feels like shit, be okay with that. So you know yeah. what? This doesn't feel good right now. And I need to be compassionate with myself. Maybe I need to lay down and have a rest right now. and Maybe I need to take a day to myself. And maybe, and if you can do those things, do them take care of yourself because it really is when we resist those things that makes it so much harder to move through it but if we can use yeah. the tools when you resist, to help us res- resist easy. what you resist
2: persists that's the problem So you have to surrender so to the experiences and all that and then sometimes the easy way to take a break and this is what i do personally is to like pretend like my life is a chest Game and I've said before, okay, probably boring all of you. <laughs> and then um, you know, just just rise above it at a thirty thousand feet level and look at the chessboard. And there's the pawn being pushed from one space to another, and then the realization that you are the chess player. Okay, you have agreed to change the the, the game to you know whatever. And and guess what? We're eternal beings. What's the fucking worst that to happen to us? Really? So we die, okay? Yeah, that's, right. that's, that's yeah. not so bad because you come back and you do it again. So I, I'm, I'm learning this too. I don't totally get yeah. it, of course, but, but I'm a work in progress, like all
0: of us, right? Well, that and that's it too. Like Eric, Eric wants to remind everybody: it's like nobody's exempt. Nobody's exempt. It doesn't matter who who you're looking at, or if you think, well. You know, this person must not experience these type of things. He goes, no, no, everybody has their own things and, and contrast in their life. No one is exempt to it. But here's the one thing that I really liked what Eric said, and, and this is so true. He says the more that we um, kind of lean into that surrender, and sometimes the bigger things that happen to us, and I'm one that can attest to it, it kind of forces us into surrender. You know, like sometimes some of these bigger things is what we need and we don't realize it till after we've moved through it mm-hmm. to realize yeah. what it's able to do for us. And so he says, you know, if you don't understand why it's happening right now, if, if it's not all right there, he goes, just put your hands up and just say, I'm going to walk through this the best way I can. And, and that means being present in that moment that you're in right now. And surrenders. throw your hands up in the air and look at what do I need to my physical comfort what do i need for my emotional comfort what do i need to take care of myself energetically spiritually right he says and and break things down and work through it in that way and he says the thing is too is uh, we can only be at the conscious level that we're at and as we continue to work through new situations and we look at it like the chess game and we look at it like you know, okay, what what do I understand? What have I gone through before that maybe was like this? What have I learned in the past? If we allow ourselves to kind of examine it and flow with it in that way, mm. he says that's where our consciousness grows. That's how we expand and our perspective widens. And we have to be able to allow it to do that. He says we that's have to be movie. the ones to, to say, hey, like I have a choice in everything. Because Eric says, no matter what, no matter what, you will always have a choice. And you always have a choice in how you react. You always right. have a choice in how you, what you put out towards something, always. And that choice could maybe feel so small, but really it's those small things that have really big meanings to them if we keep kind of choosing those small choices for ourselves. And what happens is our vibration expands, it raises mm-hmm. and as we move through new experiences we start to realize that at a higher vibration or or more expanded vibration things feel easier we move through move through things easier not everything right. i mean there's always going to be things that are going to hurt and it, it it's never going to be comfortable to uh have a loved one transition and he says oh. and, and that's okay but He goes, those are times where, you know, we have these tools that we can have greater understanding. And as our perspective expands, he says, we will see new things. We will have more communication. And he says, the more expanded we become, the easier we're going to be able to connect to love, the easier we're going to be able to connect to that source energy, which will allow us to move through some of these experiences a little lighter.
2: Our love. We are that energy of love. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the right. way I get over my suffering, and it's not a perfect thing, but and I've said this before, is mm-hmm. to dig deep and find out the teachable moments so that I can say Thank you for that because it's made me stronger. I'm so grateful for it. Um, yeah. It's a lot easier than it sounds, I, I promise you. And then once you express that gratitude, you can let go of it. Even the death of a loved one. I mean, I have so much gratitude. I know it sounds horrible, but around Eric's death, of course, I still suffer so much because I miss him so badly. Yeah, but I see the good that's come out of his death. So, you know, what am I to do, you know?
0: Well, and and Eric says, Mom, that's transmuting the energy He says, so what that is, is he says that's taking the energy that's in one form and then turning it, which is a process can do. We can transmute that energy. He says, we're alchemists. So when we Mm. realize that we do have a choice to move through that, and he says, and it doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. You know, it's a process and we have to be willing to trust and, and work through that. But he says, it will happen because, when we put out that energy and that intent to understand, to move through and to be in the love and to see the good, that is what we will experience more and more. And it doesn't ever mean that we will not have that, you know, that feeling of missing and that feeling of that missing, that physical connection and everything. But yeah. it means that we're able to start living more and more each day in what the the transmuted energy is bringing us. Right. And he says, yeah, and that's love is an amazing.
2: Yeah, love is a great transmuter of energy. I don't know yeah. why. Why is that there? Because I use a lot of love in the scalar field—my maternal love and the divine team's divine love and is, infinite love—and and the self-love of those I'm working on. I, I beckon that into being so that that can help transmute their energy to the in the co-creation of new, better realities. So, yeah, I haven't
0: work. He says that, that love is unity. So it's it's together. So he says, think of love as being everybody standing together holding hands. And so he says, when we all stand, hold hands, there's no breaks in the energy. There's no mm. broken pieces of energy. So when there's love, it creates this strength. He's like, it's like the bandwidth It's is stronger. And so uh, when we are in a, say, an energy that is blocking that flow, he says it's like having pieces of broken glass. So things kind of slip through the cracks. So he says the more yeah. love we allow in, the stronger that band of energy is, the wider the pipe becomes. Ah. Uh, should, it,
2: should it help people to know that, well, you know, this life sucked, but I can get it right the next time? I mean, or is that counterproductive?
0: Well, he says, you know, it's something that we can understand, but he says it's important that we also kind of keep ourselves present in this life. He says when we use yeah. other lifetimes, like he says, there are some people that spend this lifetime planning their next lifetime. And he says, oh my and, and that's okay. That's okay, he says, if you look at something you're experiencing and you put it out there, because he says it does work, if you put it out there into the energy field and you create and say, you know, in another life I would like to experience it this way. But, he goes, the danger of that is if you get stuck on that being the only way that you can feel happiness and you're no longer living in your present life, he says, that's just as dangerous as living in the past all the time because you get, that you get stuck in that pain body. You can get stuck in that, he says, that closed-off belief system. So he says it's really oh, important yeah. that you use the, the past and the future as a tool, but not as a place to live permanently. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Anything else, Eric? Um, He just said another thing, too, is um, he wants to just say about the energy of love. He says, Mom, also judgment is a real blocker for that. So he says, you know, when we go through, when something crops up, whether it be um, the loss of a loved one, whether it be just any event that feels out of our control that kind of makes that pit in our stomach, that drop in our stomach. He says a lot of times we'll go to judgment. You know, self judgment. I should have done this. Why didn't I do this? Why did I make this choice? Or we look at somebody else and say, you know, it's their fault. Why didn't they do this? He says, so judgment can be a really harsh energy, and he goes, and it's one that we need to work through. But he says, to, to be closer to the source energy to help us through that, we have. Where are we placing judgment? Are we placing judgment on ourselves? And really, he says. Look at the circumstances and remember, is this happening for me? Is this circumstance going to help me? Do I know what it could help me with? Can I see that today? Or maybe I can't see that today, but I know that if something's happening, it will help me in the future. Or, or to yeah. look at, I, did, I made this choice then. It's the best choice that I had given the information I had at the time. And now I know differently. I won't do that again and have that as a learning experience. He says, but it's really important that we don't hold that judgment because he says, no God, no source, no angel, no guides are holding judgment on you. He says, and and other people may project blame on you, but he says, that's not about you. That's about them. He says, the judgment that hurts, the judgment that you hold on yourself. So yeah, he so said, it's you all
2: about really wanted to examine that. that then.
0: Yeah. Right, right. Right. So what would but you yeah, say said- to your mother? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, he was just going to say, he just said, be be compassionate with yourself. And he just said, take off oh. judgment and expectation. That's all. Awesome. So, Eric,
2: what would you say to your 52-year-old mother who had this unexpected? experience what would you
0: wish she had done he says mom he goes to you I say to to not judge yourself to not blame yourself okay he says I mean I did the best I could but and and he How could he I says,
2: handle this 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 untimely, sudden, unexpected event, which we're talking about? How could I handle it
0: differently? Um Yeah. How? He says, Mom by all, accepting that but by accepting that none of us can escape the contrast in our life and he says, Mom, you, you couldn't have done it any differently. Because what you did was you got up every morning and you still went forward no matter how hard it is. And that's why you're here right now with me sharing this with other people.
2: Yeah, I I, I remember many months after feeling guilty about putting mascara on. It's like weird. You go through these weird things. Now, what about Lori Manola and her son Jacob who died of uh, leukemia? What uh-huh. could she have done differently, to, uh, if anything, to not go through the pain she is going through like I go through?
0: Well, And they're in Presto, Pennsylvania. For Laurie is he says it's not to not allow the pain to move through because he says the importance is the pain has to be allowed to be there. Yeah, and the walking through the pain because he says where where Lori is feeling the most pain is in the wanting it to go away, of course. But he says in the acceptance that there is greater purpose that Lori can't see quite at this time. But rather than the, in the the forcing of it to leave, allow it to flow through. Because he says right now there is such a um, a grip on the pain to hold on. And subconscious holding on to that pain is like, if I let go of this pain, I'm letting go of my son. Exactly. If I let go of this pain,
2: I know I'm, that then panic. I'm
0: saying it's okay. Yeah. And he yeah. says, but can we be okay with saying that I can allow myself to feel something other than pain and still miss my son? Can I allow myself to go through this process and say that there's nothing I'm happy about right now in this moment with this feeling? But I do deserve to be able to feel laughter. I do deserve to be able to feel happiness
3: and to have yeah. that
0: thing. That that will come again And I will feel that More often than not If I allow myself to let the pain Move through me Instead of holding on to it so tight
2: And You know I know Eric and Jacob Want us to do that of course Right? Yes Yes
0: And he says "All right." Anything else before that, we take color? He just says None of us want our loved ones to feel the pain but Mm -hmm. we also recognize and want to say that looking at this from our perspective in spirit and from the human perspective there is a vibrational difference between the two and we do see that and we do recognize that so it's our understanding to help you move through that pain, not, and, and to also understand what you feel. And he says there's others that need to hear this tonight. Do, Do not feel guilty for having that pain. It's not holding us back. Yeah. We would rather help you move through it and not add additional guilt for feeling it in the first place.
2: Of course not. Grief
0: is the price we pay for love. All right, so can we take our uh, first
2: call?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Eric says, you bet, Mom.
2: All right. I love you, and I miss you so much. All right.
0: we says, I miss somebody you, Mama. To... Aw. Five... You never
2: call. You never write. <laughs> okay. um, 858
5: Eric Code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi. This is Christine Babcock from San Diego, California, and what my a husband. a
2: beautiful place to, on... to be from. Oh, my goodness.
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, my husband took his life last June, and I just yeah. wanted to see if he has any messages for me or his um, 15-year-old autistic son. We miss him greatly. Mm. Mm. What's his, what's what's his, his name? name?
2: Jack
3: Babcock. Yeah. Jack Babcock. Did
0: Jack have a mustache?
3: He did. Okay,
0: because I just saw a flash of the man with a mustache here, and he's like zooming in on his mustache,
3: like it's
0: like it's something like I don't know if it was signature to him or something, but he's kind of zooming in on it close, like I'm seeing the bottom oh. of his face.
3: Yeah,
5: it w- oh. It went. It. I guess there was a. They call it something like a motor mustache, where it goes across and then down each side down yeah, by the chin. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Yes. Right.
0: Yes. Very specific. Very, specific. very, um yes. yes, okay, all right, let me see what Jack's got to say. Hold on a second,
3: okay, okay,
0: well, he first of all, he's just coming through with a lot of love, so he's just saying that he loves you he's he's doing well, um he says that um he's in your music, and he's talking like with with both you and and your child, like coming through in music to the two of you. And did you say it's your son? Your son? Yes. Is there something that he listens to and like dances to a lot repetitively? Like a certain song that he's been listening to in the last couple months? Um,
5: he's a little secretive on things like on YouTube if I come in. So I'm I'm he is very repetitive in nature,
2: but yes. Okay What's his name? First what's his first name? Jake.
0: Things. Okay. The, 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 your 12, okay. 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 Because Jack is saying like that he uses music for both of you, and there's times where he's saying to you, Christine, that it, it's like music that you might overhear from somewhere else. Like you could be in a grocery store,
5: you could yeah. be,
0: you know, you could be out and, and not have any control over what's playing, and he's saying like, listen, listen to the music. He's been um,
5: sending songs to the family, extended family yes. as well. When we get in the car, and it's just all of a sudden, the first thing on there, and we're not even on that dial or you know that station, and and yeah, it's
0: been yes. happening since his passing. Yes, he's pretty good at that. He enjoys sending it in that way. He wants to let you know that he's at peace, and he wants you to be at peace. He says that that's Was this like a he's helping you both, it
2: was this a pre ordained exit point or was it just
0: a tragic um mistake? Hold on? Says. Not quite. Uh, what he says is um it was within an exit point and he just says it was his choice at that point. That's the way he's saying why? it. He says yes,
2: it yeah, was at
0: an exit point, but he, he made a choice. Um well, why? Yeah. Um, he's just saying that uh, he has he some blame on himself. That he wasn't oh, able to see past. Because he keeps saying, I, "I accept, I accept my responsibility." He keeps put, pointing to himself. I accept my responsibility. Oh, that makes so yeah, much I
2: sense. Don't... Yeah. Uh, uh, about uh, um, about um, uh, about
3: the autist- your autistic son.
2: Eric, would scalar energy? Because I know I've worked on Michelle's um, autistic child mm-hmm. with the autism relief, but also the microbiome optimization. Would that help, or is it a contract that is not
0: revocable? Um, he says the microbiome would be helpful.
5: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. He says that before the other, because that will make that'll make a difference, and he's also saying it will help him um it, he says that it, it is contract um what he it's contract for him but it's also contract for him to be able to be exactly who he is but he's talking about it opening himself up more with communication oh okay mm-hmm. how, how is marcus doing he marcus the is doing really he's doing really well Really well. Um, it's funny because his diet is changing a little bit. Mm. He's, starting, like, he's starting to have a slightly different taste for, for food, for slightly oh. different foods, but it's his communication that I can't believe. Like his speaking, his words, and like the fact that the gut is so connected to that. Like it's just unbelievable to me. Yeah,
2: I, uh, gut dysbiosis is behind so many diseases and disorders.
0: Um, yeah.
2: if you look at the microbiome optimization service description page, on it's just everything. I mean, even you know, my disability and cardiovascular disease—it's crazy. So anyway, I would really it's, want you to get those as
0: possible, but um, yeah. Okay. All right.
3: It's pretty, well, pretty well, amazing.
0: Well, oh, thanks so much. Jack, Jack sends his love. He just wants to let you know he's sitting with you right now.
3: Oh, that's
5: great. And tell him I want him to be there on my passing when it's my time. Uh, he
0: says oh, he already, already hears you. It's already, it's already yes, he, he knows. It's okay. He says he'll oh, be there you. when the time comes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you, Christine. Oh, such a brave
2: girl, you know, I mean. Yeah. Talk about these, this is not easy. Uh yeah.
3: so my hat's off to her. I mean, that's
2: that's amazing. Okay, um yeah. hang on. Um, okay, four one two area code. Let's see
3: All right. Hi, area
2: code,
3: How are you doing? Hi. Hi, um, this is Lori. I wanted to say a couple things. Um, Melissa, hey, I'm so grateful devil. to you. <laughs> That's right. I'm so grateful <laughs> to you for everything. And, Michelle, uh, my heart goes out to you. I don't know if it's your sister or brother who lost a son, but my heart goes out my to them. sister. Thank you. Um, thank you. I'm so sorry. They have yeah, a, a road you. ahead of them that I know. Yes. And yes. I wanted to also say that Eric is exactly right. I hold on to the pain because I'm afraid if I let go, that I let go of Jacob. So that's what I do. I can't, you know. But um, his dad was supposed to be here for a message. But I'm going to ask for a message instead from Jacob. He has one for me. You bet. You bet.
0: I know he's right here because I'm starting to get to know Jacob because I can feel him when he comes in. He yes. he is always right here. He is always right here. And he hangs out oh, right with Eric too. So Eric I'm got glad. Him right with I'm him. So glad. Yeah. He I'm he glad. says, Mom, don't worry. Don't worry. He says, You will feel happiness again. Um oh, no. He also says he says, Mom, he goes, like the guilt and the hurt that you feel He says, you know, it's gonna take time for that to release but he says yep. your soul came here to grow. You came here yes. to grow, and he says, and I'm going to help you. I'm going to assist you in your soul grow. He yeah. says. I don't know. Um, go ahead. All right. Well, he's just saying that um, what he'd like to help you with is practicing not feeling judgment on yourself yeah, each do. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's I something else to say. Yeah. Yes.
2: That's a telling you, that's mother yeah. thing. It's really hard to get over not blending yourself for yeah. that umbilical cord to be cut, you know, with your child. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yes, and and so Laurie, Laurie, he wants yes. to tell you something else. When, when you're, like, in the shower or in the bathroom, he's, like, showing yeah. you your mirrors or, like, steam. So pay attention yeah. to the steam because he's, like, marking a smiley face in the steam okay so oh. like kind of watch watch that stuff like just kind of watch if you see anything on your mirrors oh, or anything yeah. when like the shower's hot because he's kind okay. of messing around i think that's eric showing him how to do that stuff okay so just kind of eric look for that because you're okay. gonna you're gonna see something from your boy in the steam okay i will i will okay. thank you All so right. much
3: and please tell him that i love him so much he, <laughs> he, he already did. Did. he
2: loves me too
3: Oh, yeah. He Thank loves you. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Man. Thank you, Alyssa. All right. Bye-bye. Of course.
2: Hi. Hey, um, Eric, uh, I hope Lori's still listening because I can cut her off. But is there something that Jacob and Lori are meant to do kind of similar to what we're doing, um, Eric? Yeah. Or is it just yeah. about and the Eric, personal?
0: Eric says that there is personal. Yes, there is personal growth to it. But what Jacob is stepping in actually saying is that he says that um, he and his mom have their own journey in being able to share his story and her story together with other people. And so the focus right now is in her building her strength and working through this stage. And he says, and as that, as time goes on, she's going to have. Uh, Jacob said, more come to her when she's ready for it. That it's going to show her, like he's showing me breadcrumbs, so little breadcrumbs right. will show up. And she is meant to share with a larger group of people, and it, uh-huh. it could be in some form of counseling, but she's going to be part of writing. I'm not sure if she's going to write it herself, but they're showing me like a little book that has to do with with Jacob's journey. I just feel like
2: uh, I feel so strongly about that. I feel like Jacob yeah. was not meant to, to die, you know, via tragic waste.
0: No, no. I just feel that, like it, it, Lori he
2: just, and Jacob have he highlighted been that in
0: of some sort. He it's so true because he highlighted Jacob's journey, wow. like in big in big bold letters. So there's a little hint there wow. for. Her. Ooh, that's nice.
6: Yeah. All
2: righty. Let me see for the next person. Uh five one Erica. Hi there, how you doing?
3: Hi. Hi, this Hi. is Christiana.
2: Hi. Hi, Christiana. Oh, that's such a beautiful name. It is.
3: Thank you. Um, yeah, I have a question. Um, I don't want to say the person's name but it's first name is with an L initial and I've been having nightmares about this person for, um, for years now. And, um, I'm just wondering if it's possible that there is some kind of like energetic, like energy vampire kind of attack on me or is this all just my own, um, mind, Christiana,
2: where where do you live? Can you tell us the town you live in, or is that too much?
3: I live in Waipa Lake, Minnesota. Okay. okay. And this um, person's I'll, initial I'll... is what? L as in um, lollipop.
0: Love. Okay. <laughs> well, ah. that's going to be my next question to you, um, because what Eric is showing me is having a connection was this a romantic connection that you once had with this person
3: um i think there was some of that like i want to say they may
0: have have felt that towards you because there there is um there's some sort of a a connection that was created between the two of you It, it does come from past life as well So there is a past-life connection there. Um, But there's a bond that was created, and it's not been um, what Eric's saying is there's things that were left unsaid and things that were left unsaid for this other person. And Mm. so there is a little bit of an energetic pickup that you're getting from them. And he says there's also, um, from what you're experiencing, is or was from them um, there's something that unsettles you or some discomfort so what he's saying is what what you need to do is he says whether you do this you can write this out on paper or you can go in like meditation and do this speak to this person's higher self and like end whatever it was between the two of you however things left off say what you mean like kind of clear things up between the two of you because that will end your part of things. He says you can't stop somebody else from thinking or projecting anything towards you, but you can transmute that barrier of energy from how it enters you. So by doing that, that's kind of clearing that off for you. And he says the rest of it, he's talking about affirmations for you as well. So whatever it is that you have experienced with this person before, what it's brought up with you, he says, look at the dreams that you've had or what comes up. And he says, um, go in and kind of look at what, like, I don't know exactly what the situation is, so I can't say the affirmations. but Eric's giving me the energy of affirming yourself, and he's connecting it to self-esteem.
2: Okay. That's awesome.
4: Yes. All right, well, think I about that. Nice. And I, I have
2: a feeling you, you need to call back in again after you digest yeah. it for some reason. Or you need to maybe have a session with Michelle. So, um, mm-hmm. all right. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. I just felt a lot of pain in her voice. Yeah. All right, two. Yeah, help yeah I'll take It's kind of the same, but 267-ERICO-HUNTER, how you doing? Hey, Good.
1: This is Jessica, Pennsylvania, and I have a Eric story, and it ties into my story, oh. my my personal story and question. So Yay. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought so. I've been thinking about you guys for a couple of days. So the last time we spoke, you said, "Hey, is Eric? Do you speak to Eric? Is he? You know, I see him around you. I feel him around you." And I was like, "I don't know. I've kind of felt him a little bit, but you know, nothing really. I haven't interacted." <laughs> So I've been more open to it because I was like, okay, you know, he can help me. And that's kind of come up a couple of times in the readings. Anyway, um, I was a couple of nights ago, I had um, found a house, the twin home, which I wasn't happy about, but at least it was a place that I could possibly move into. But there were like mm-hmm. several things that weren't great right about it. And I wasn't comfortable about it. And I was kind of really in this like weird place because again, like I don't really have something great right now um, to st- I have a place to stay thankfully, but it's not like great. Anyway, I wake up at like around two, three o'clock and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the higher road. I'm not going to settle for it. Um, and it was like some sort of realization like that. I'm just going to like go uh, larger and I'm just going to keep going for what I want. For you. And all time, that takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, this is also what I've been doing this whole journey, too. But I've just been really torn because, like, I'm staying at my realtor's, like, a warehouse of his. So it's not like it, 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 I, there was, like, kind of more pressure involved, let's say. Anyway, as soon as right. I'm, like, I'm going to just keep on my journey, Eric jumps in. I see his face right in front of mine, and he goes, yay! Yeah! And he's like yelling and like, oh, that's so scary. And then like Cheerleading me and like just going nuts. And again, like this is like early morning. It's like 2 or 3 a.m. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh. Like you're acting insane. <laughs> but like later on, later on it, I realized because I was like, Eric, why don't you just go find me a place that I want? Like, because that's like so me. I'm like, just go take care of it. But then I was like, I don't know why he's like being such a
2: cheerleader. But then
1: later on, I was thinking about it in the morning and I was like, you know what, I really needed that, like, he, to have that, like, emotional support and that, like, childhood innocence of, like, you know, when you're
2: younger, like, you don't give a shit about, like, these
1: consequences or what. Like, you're just, you like people going bigger, you know? Like, you're just, Mm -hmm. like, like that energy. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was really, like, awesome that he helped. And then, like, a couple of days later, a house, a great house, came into my awareness, like,
3: magically,
1: um, oh. and this kind of leads into like my, uh, my, my story slash question, like my question is, or whatever my situation now. So then I was like, okay, I found this house. It's in the area I want single family. And I go to meet the landlord and he was like, okay, I, I, I can't verify income with you because you don't have a job right now. I know you're interviewing, but I'll trust you. It's a month to month. You can move in, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, good. But afterwards, like this just happened like, Two days ago or like two nights ago, what? I was like, I don't know. This is like not feeling right again, which keeps happening. I was like, this is not feeling right again. The landlord's quirky. Something's weird about him. He wants cash only. He has like
4: a, Uh-oh. And a
1: lease. There's just like weird stuff. And I was like, this is not right. And I was like, and secondly, I kind of climbed the mountain of, like, I finally get what I want. And then I was like, you know what? I want to make sure that I have my job in place first, like, this type of job that's going to that keep me secure so that I'm not stressed oh, over guess. the next month bringing
2: in the money. Yeah.
1: So now I'm like, I kind of climbed this whole mountain. I got what I wanted. It wasn't, like, perfect because of the
2: landlord thing.
1: And it's like, well, okay, let's get the job this week. Let's get the offer letter this week then let's get in a, a house that's right with the landlord too. So just kind of wondering what you're picking up on it in a way I sort of feel like I reached that mountain and then it's like, well, I
2: realized
1: well, the job, the career's not sorted out yet and that it needs to
2: be that's more important. <laughs> so I mean, I I I, I, wanna I know yeah. if I want to know if him giving the idea of this particular home is meant to help you like Light a lot of fire under you for the job. I don't know. Go ahead, Eric. You say, cause I don't know.
0: Yeah. So, I think Eric, so. Eric's like, he's like, um, ta you're a manifester. Congratulations. <laughs> he says, yeah. um, Bye-bye. he goes in, and and really he says, that's what this is to show you. He says, it's to show you that you can create and you can trust. And he goes, and this is your soul's journey because he goes, here's the thing you created what it was that you were looking for. But in that creation, you were able to see that, wait a minute, there's something there that I don't really like, and I would feel a little better if I had this instead. And he goes, and so rather than looking at I created this and now it's not right, look at it as I can create this and I can create something else and I can create something else. Because he says you're not given just one chance to create ah, something.
2: Of you,
1: this says, whole thing was a
0: proof to you of being a manifester. That's right. Yeah, That's and great. I've been building
1: myself up about that, and I was like, you know what? You could bring in this job this week, the next couple of days, bring in the job, then bring mm-hmm. in the house, and be quick like that. But yet I'm here in this place right now, and it's dark and it's cold, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, you're not going to get depressed about it. But yet I feel like, is this a suffering script? <laughs> like, it's like one of those things. Well, he says he goes. First of all.
0: He says, like, the lead character in the movie, he says, always triumphs through something. And he says, and second of all, he says, you know, don't take your circumstances that you're in right now for what's actually going on. Because he goes, the circumstances that you're in right now are what's already been manifested. So it's not telling you anything about the truth of what's actually about to happen. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, sense. I love
1: that he came in and he
0: cheered me. Like, it, it made me feel so
1: good. And yeah. then the next, the whole next day, he was like, you did it. You did it. Like, he just kept yeah. on, like,
2: really rocking it out. And I was like, yeah, he's just Eric. You, he's just telling you that you're a grand um, manifestor. And that you're is crazy. really one of the best things you can have, man. That is cool. And I would like to know, and, and this will take a, a, maybe a session with a medium, what exactly are you? What exactly are you? Are you a light worker, an alien hybrid? Are you, I mean, I, Earth, oh. age, I mean, I'm, I'm Sharpie. It would really cool because, a, you know, these grand these grand manifestors are not very common, but I don't have enough time to go into that. So you'll probably have to book a session with the medium. Well, unless, just, you know
0: just to tell you quick. He said that you, you're, you'd be closest known as a, a hybrid starseed alchemist.
1: Ooh,
2: awesome.
1: I never heard of that classification. I always call myself an indigo, but recently people have been calling me an earth angel, which I
0: never identified with, but I've had more than um,
1: one person tell me you're an earth angel.
3: And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You, know, you, have earth
0: angel. you do have earth angel qualities, but he says that you, you incarnated more off of the earth in um and he says there's an earth angel star seed um there's a, a mixture but if we were to use and eric always says like labels are are not like don't really stick by them no more to give no. us some understanding yeah right but but he yeah. said like you come from planets that are very used to uh quickened creating you you are huh. a creator and so he says I hate okay, that well, it's he, he's showing yeah. me a ship. Like you creating your own ship.
2: <laughs> okay, so you, you need to have a session with with one of the mediums to get I deeper want to, into I this. I wanna do one of the uh, but for we need to want next well, person because oh god, no. I'm so sorry. Uh but we have so many people line, like hundreds of people. I'm so sorry, I click it I'm so evil. Anyway, eight one eight Area Code. Hi there, how you doing? Eight one eight
0: Ericode there? Ooh. I don't hear anybody. No.
2: All right. Six three one Area Code. Hi there, how you doing?
4: Oh, I'm okay, a little bit
2: frustrated.
4: <laughs> oh. What's going on? Who are
2: you and where are you coming from?
4: Um, I'm Suzanne Long Island. I'm just getting tired of not having a companion. It's been too many years. My parents oh. are older. They moved to Florida. My son's a Marine. I have no family here. And it's like I'm alone and I've got to struggle financially. And I just want a, a significant other. And men in their 50s and 60s, is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. They don't care. But my friends found someone. God just wants me to be alone forever. I'm alone 20 years. no. I'm 62 and my son's 21, and I have not lived with a man for 20 years, and I'm not ugly.
2: Oh. How do we help her, Eric? And, uh, uh, by the way, the last caller, ask Eric to help you, okay? And, and everybody who is
0: listening here, ask Eric to help. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, that is exactly it. Um, Eric says, you know, this is a, whether it's a partnership that you're looking for, or he says anybody else, if it's a partnership, if it's bringing in another job, anything, he says you have the power to be able to do that. He wants to let you know, first of all, that no, you're not meant to be alone for your entire life. And he says, of course, God does not want you to be alone. He says you are God. You are part of God. So he says when you speak those things, saying I'm alone or am I always going to be alone, the very first thing he pointed out is, he says, "Make some changes in how you speak because he I says, have
4: been I say I'm gonna meet somebody, I'm open up to it yes. and then I get a bunch of people who just ghost me or they don't you know like how much can you take
0: well oh. and that's that's the that's the hardest part because you know he says your imagination um who it is that you want to have in your life he says to be able to bring somebody into your life he says. It's not that you have to go after them, but he says, this is about giving love to yourself. Because he says, where the love is missing is what you're giving to yourself. And he says, no, 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 I love
4: myself. myself, but after a while, if you try to go on dates and you can't get any, it's lonely. It's not that I don't love myself, I think good of myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's telling you not to give up. Because change is around the corner, so he says, "Don't give up now. Don't let twenty years be, mean um, that you've got twenty about, more in front of you."
2: What about um, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, just your lunch, or or something what? like that. So, you know, and there are apps that you can actually just find friends. You know, and that's kind of a I, cool have thing. You know, I have friends.
4: I girlfriends. have girlfriends. I'm not a senior citizen who doesn't work who just had, you know, I I see a friend. It's not that I don't have friends. married. I mean, I'm not at the point, I want to get remarried. I don't want just a friend to go play bingo or to go to dinner with. No, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. But just do lunch is just where you date somebody who's interested in finding a love love, uh, without having the whole, like, drama, of whatever. I go to thing, meet
4: coffee people. I go to lunch with people. They. I met a man no, last but week. No, but, but
2: it's an app. It's not a hookup app. It's a find, uh, you know, and it's not com either, which I don't really like. But it's like an app that helps people find uh, a soulmate. There isn't soulmate any people. such app. No, it's called Just, just Do Lunch.
4: Yeah, you gotta probably pay yeah. for it.
0: No, you don't. Well, you don't. You're gonna meet. You're yeah. gonna meet somebody through friends. Eric said it's gonna be through oh, somebody oh else. God. Oh yeah.
4: Better. <laughs> my friend. My friend just tried to fix me up with somebody. A friend through a friend. I sent a picture, and he never got back to me. I said good morning. He never got back to me. I even called. They never got back to me. They don't care. Them, did yeah. they Didn't even say. Oh yeah. My friend yeah, gave you my calling. number and you wanted a picture. How are you? Nothing. They don't care. Eric says, "Don't give up. There's somebody out there
2: waiting for you." Okay, let's take somebody from the uh number. Hi there, how you doing? Anybody there? Okay, going one, going twice. Gone. <coughs> All right, let's see. We got somebody from the seven five seven area code. Hi there, how you doing? Oh no, they disappeared. Sorry. Oh, wait, what? All right, we got somebody from the nine one seven area code. Last caller, what's going on?
6: I am. Um, ladies, can you hear me?
2: Yes, I can. What's your name again?
6: My name is Ashil, and I'm calling from Ashir. New York.
2: hi, Ashil.
6: Um, That's a beautiful... Thank you. Um, my question to you is, uh, I have a young man who lives across the street from me uh, who seem to be obs- obsessed with me for whatever reason. And uh, uh, we go to the same gym. And every time he sees me at the gym, he follows me, like, everywhere I go. Uh, I try to ignore it, but at the same time, it's becoming very aggressive. So, I mean, to the point that he stands outside my the building waiting for me to oh. come out. So I just ignore it, but he starts saying things that, you know, I can't repeat. So my question to you is, what is his problem?
2: And also, I'd like to know if, if you're a danger said again i also want to know from eric if you are in danger
6: okay
0: Uh, eric says that he's aggressive that he is aggressive he's comparing him as like um like you know how some people um or you think about the animal kingdom you think about uh animals that are territorial yeah well this guy has that kind of energy there's like a territorial energy to him now, Eric yeah. says that there, there is a spiritual purpose to this, and this has to do with you taking your power. But he says taking your power doesn't mean confronting him. Taking your power also means going and getting some kind of a help because what Eric says is there's imbalance with this individual. And this isn't to scare you. This is to, to help you navigate through it. And Eric says to go and speak to somebody of authority. To, oh, wow. to help you with this because just because this guy is not going to solve this with you with um going up and confronting him same time eric also says to you do not be afraid he says take your power back and use options such as speaking to people that work at the gym he says you yeah. let them know that you're having a problem with another member and look to ways to be able to diffuse this so that you feel safe. But this really yeah. is about taking back your personal power. He also yeah, says but, that this uh, is yeah. similar to something you've experienced before or this, this energy.
6: Um, yeah, this thing, the way he does it, he just, when he sees the gym, he just follow me and he just looks, he cares. So I can't really say anything unless he says something. So it's like, you know, it's hard to really say anything, you know, because it just follows me, you know, and then it's hard to get eye contact with me. And I'm yeah. not just, I just ignore it because I try not to put my energy into it. I just ignore it. Yeah. But, uh, but I was, no, I was get, just curiously. get
0: Get some help. Don't try to handle this on your own. Get some help with this because taking your power back doesn't mean always confronting somebody. And cause this gentleman is not in the type of energy where he's going to just, you know, back down. He's got a very, um, you know, like, like a dog. He's territorial. That's just the, his demeanor. And it's not you personally. It's something that he has. He, there's an imbalance. or something that he believes that it, it's not about you personally. It may have been something you did that he took the wrong way. But Eric says you need to speak to somebody to help you.
6: Okay, Whether I'll it's the
0: authorities you. or the gym or somebody.
6: Mm-hmm. What, what I did from the gym All I right. just don't oh, watch
2: I, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry I need to close because I'm running Into the other show which is a no-no Okay, okay.
6: So All right.
2: Call back because I think This is important All right. So okay. Everybody yeah. thank you so much And please Book a session Before she's booked out like five years And she's an amazing <laughs> healer She's been working on me and one of my daughters too And she greatly needed And we're greatly appreciative Michelle Gray uh which is um oh my god the healing age dash art dot com it will be in the description box i love you all love you Michelle love you. Love you, Eric. it
0: says love you mama love you bye bye,
3: bye.